Ladies and gentlemen, one word, spiders! <laughs> Please, uh, that, that probably broke everyone's ears straight away. Uh, my name is Natalie Bohensky and with me, of course, is a man who's very sensitive towards arachnids, a man who has eight legs of joy. <laughs> Stuart Late. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. I don't much. know why I welcome you to the podcast when it's also your Perennial podcast. guest, Stuart Late. No, no, no. Well, I like maybe one day you should intro and then oh, everyone will be freaked never, out. Never intro. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to suggest this is my podcast and you're just here for the ride. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a joint thing. But while thing. we're talking. It's a joint thing. Yeah, you know. absolutely. But you say I'm, I'm welcoming of arachnids. I'm actually extremely arachnophobic. Are you? Um, I don't like them at all, which means stuff like this is fantastic for me because it right. really gets me right in the fear centers. I mean, I feel like spiders and snakes are the kind of things that most people sure. are a little sort of wary of. Yeah, quite you rightly. Might, yeah. You might be like, you know what? I'm okay, but a giant one that's going to cocoon me and eat me later... Not cool with. Absolutely. It's just one of those things. But look, totally. even like if I was, if I encountered a very giant chonky cat, <laughs> I probably would be scared of that. Sorry. I joined a Facebook group this week called, uh, this cat is chonky. Nice. This apparently is a yes. word mm-hmm. that cats get yep. chonk. Mm-hmm. And it's just a they really, sure do. it's a good word. It chunk. is. It is exactly what it says in the tin. So my Facebook feed, you know, when you join a new group on Facebook mm. and then it proceeds to just spam the hell out of you, flood yeah. your feed mm-hmm. until it obviously works out some sort of middle ground yeah. where it'll send you maybe one or two a day. But at the moment it's just it's chunk. just chunk as far as my the eye can see. Facebook feed is just <laughs> chunk. So much chunk. And uh, and so all I've got in my brain now is just images of, of giant fat cats. So if a giant <laughs> fat cat, like, to be honest, I'd probably try and cuddle it. But hmm. I feel like it would be justified in eating me. Sure. Any creature that is above a size it should be yes. is scary. Yeah. Particularly when they're a bit crawly or a bit creepy or Absolutely. a bit spidery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you've got a spider the size of dinner plates, uh, that's scary. When you've got the spider the size of a car... That's yeah. uh, even scarier. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, all good. Yeah. No, they're, they're big and gross. Um, but, I mean, giant spiders have a place in literature. If we can start the podcast off, obviously this is <laughs> Who's Raven On, the Doctor Who interim podcast while we wait for Game of Thrones to come out. <laughs> Just watching it Just, for something to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> prove me wrong. Prove hey, me look, wrong. No. <laughs> I, would never, I would never try to prove you wrong. That's what we're doing. But we like Doctor Who as well. We, we love just Doctor thought Who. we'd try and podcast about yeah. it. But... Um, I feel like giant spiders have a literary history. Absolutely. Going back to uh, Shelob in um, in Lord of the Rings. That's right. Was she the original giant spider? Uh, no, that was uh, Ungoliant, uh, was the original, oh. the mother of spiders in, in Tolkien's Legendarium. Oh, right. Excuse me while I push up my glasses. Yeah, up I was going to go, you are diving super oh, nerdy super tonight. I did but not yeah, know I you were so big on Tolkien. I th- Oh, massive, massive Tolkien fan. Are you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How did I not know that? Yeah, huge. Well, when how, I, how did you not know that? That's... I, don't, I don't know how I didn't know that. <laughs> Surely that's come you, up you, during the like... Game of Thrones podcast that we do regularly. Maybe. Are you like Stephen Colbert level of... Not quite of, Colbert of, level. Of, like yeah. I learn things when Stephen Colbert opens his mouth about he goes Tolkien. He is, he is deep dive. He's wow. Yeah. Super nerdy. Super into it. That's very cool. I love it when he just breaks into one as part of his monologue. Because yeah. <laughs> you, <know>, you know that like no one on staff has written that joke. No, He's just he gone, guys, yeah. I've got it. Leave it with me. Yeah, leave a space. He's locked himself in his room for an, off, an hour. <laughs> and then he's had to dial it back. 
he's, you know, he's, right, he's done some focus testing going, right, too nerdy? Okay, too nerdy, pull it back, yeah. pull it back. Yeah, or to reduce the time. He's yeah. like, I'm just going to go on a 30-minute monologue about Lord of the Rings here, guys. <laughs> um, but it's charming. It's charming. Yes, As absolutely. Tony Martin once said, people will listen to you talk about anything if they can tell that you're passionate about it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm the same. I learn things from Stephen Colbert, but totally. I'm, I'm clearly, you know, super newbie when it comes to Lord of the Rings. But... But no, in terms of in terms of where yes. we get giant spiders right. from, yeah, probably Shelob, which is that if anyone's wondering, is the giant spider that Sam and Frodo fight uh, in the Return of the King movie, right? Um, yes, so that that's that that book was written in the fifties or came out in the fifties. Mm. You know, uh, giant spiders in J.K. Rowling in, in Harry Potter. It's they, Rowling, Stu. It's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Well, there you go. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not a Harry Potter nerd. No, she said. Well, I'm not either. I just have read an interview with the woman where she said it's rolling like rolling down a hill, not, oh, okay. not rowling like rhymes with growling. <laughs> I could be prove me wrong. I just read hey, her say that sometime. But um, yeah, so she clearly ripped that off. Oh yeah, for Aragorn. But then she ripped everyone off um, for everything. Oh, but creatively, so exactly, exactly. It was all repurposing. But there was uh, arachnophobia in the 90s, yes. I want to say. Uh, no, no, late the 80s? The 80s, I think. Yeah, late yeah, 80s, that, early that 90s? Yeah, which we're... I've never actually seen. And then there was Eight Legged Free. That's right, there was, yes. Was it, that, that in the was 2000s, in the 2000s, maybe? Was maybe early 90s? 2000s, yeah. Which I never saw as well. I just kind of see giant spider movies and go, yeah, good. Fair enough. Good but I'm not, I'm not massively spider phobic. I'm just sort of <laughs> spider phobic in the, I don't really feel I need to see it movie about giant spiders that's it but doctor who lots of fun sure yeah absolutely have not the first a- time as as i think i said last week not the first time giant spiders are featured in doctor who I oh mean, really you know, it's a very common it's a very classic sort of sci-fi story so i mean you know you can see why they've gone back to the well but but even um even in the new series like uh, the queen of the rachnos was the was oh, a giant she was spider spidery, yeah she was a big spider essentially big basically spider. <laughs> alien spider though these ones, That's the true. difference was these well, ones were normal spiders, that just had, like, super charged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they I were the like... teenage mutant ninja spiders. <laughs> they got little, little uh, coloured headbands coloured running around. Yeah, and one of them was a party dude. <laughs> That's right. Uh... Well, a lot of them, if they all like responded to the the hip hop call. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes, good point. Um, I'm sure you will say things. I'll go, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That seems to be happening to me with Doctor Who at the moment. But um, anyway, all right. Well, the general premise of this episode yes. was... Giant spiders. The, the giant spiders. The Doctor gets the gang back to Sheffield. Mm. It's only half an hour since they left. She's a little bit reluctant to leave, a bit sad, yeah. a bit lonely, which is very sad. Yeah. Jodie Whittaker going, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll just be fine on my own. I'll, I'll be fine. I can... I can keep myself amused. <laughs> Got books. And then when she says, do you want to come for tea? He's like, yes, absolutely. I want to come for tea. Yeah. Perfect, that was, perfect doctor. Yeah. Right? And that was, she's like, we're going to go for tea at Yezzes. Oh, tea at Yezzes. <laughs> uh, and then proceeded to be very awkward uh, around With her Yezzes family. With family. Yeah, yeah. Who we finally met. So we've met the companion's family. Which is good. Well, I mean, we kind of we kind of met Ryan's family straight up. Yes, and I guess that I like this episode because it finally gave Yaz a bit more to do. Yeah, and introducing her family, which you know, putting them as a very typical British family with girls who sisters who fought and <laughs> a bit of a crazy dad and yeah. with his conspiracy theories, <laughs> and then the very uh, you know inquiring mum but but yeah. you know hard-working mother figure so it was a really nice dynamic for a yeah. for a family um i love the dad with his well, were they just bits of rubbish well there were bits of the waste that ended up in like the landfill for some reason yeah I'm not sure. but how was he getting them apparently they were left lying around oh, like right. sheffield and he would see them and pick yeah, them up yeah yeah and it's like 
Why? First I of knew, all, why? Well, I knew that. I know, why were you picking them up was yeah. my question. But once I saw that and then heard, oh, the waste disposal people, they're not doing their job. I went, okay, well, clearly the waste disposal people have got something to do with yes. something here. <laughs> so I felt very clever. Um, <laughs> but yes, the idea is, is that they, they, they go to try to get a parcel off the next door neighbor who collected it for them. Yeah. Uh, no one's seen her for days. They break in and it turns out giant spider giant attack. Giant spider attack. Uh, which then leads them on a fun adventure. <laughs> oh, Graham finds a spider in his house because he goes yeah, back to the yeah, house. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. And, but he, the spider doesn't attack him or anything. I thought he was going to get taken out. He, he goes up into an attic, Stu. He climbs up into an attic <laughs> with ominous music playing and the spider doesn't, like, zoom out and get him in the face. That's what I was expecting. I mean, that's what happens in Doctor Who usually. I was expecting spider-face interaction. Totally, Yes. Didn't happen. He just kind of picked it up and went, oh, and then ran off and found them. <laughs> he just like found them really quickly. They didn't even tell of, him like which flat they were in. And, and again, this, tracks is, them down. this thing happens where they just sort of plot along with the plot. Like yeah. the plot happens. It's like, oh, it's giant spiders. You too? Great. Yeah, okay. Great. We should figure out what that's all about. Yeah. And they do. Maybe it's, maybe they it's do something that. that the TARDIS like puts in your brain that you're more accepting of things. Well, I, guess, that... I guess when you've traveled in the TARDIS, yeah. you start making logical leaps that most people would not. Going, but... sure, giant spiders, sure. Absolutely. And this then tees up with Yaz again because mm. her mum turns out to be the general manager of this hotel. Yes. Who's just been sacked for being, you know, diligent and <laughs> yeah. wanting to do extra work before they open. In a really weird scene, like a very strange scene. Super that, weird. Yeah. But look, can we get to the key point? No, I, I know you want to talk about this. Mr. Big! Mr. Big! <laughs> so excited. And Stu, look, I just want to put it out there. And this is something that, this is something that maybe keen-eyed viewers picked up. But mm. I, I really want to specify that I did pick this up and I'm very clever for spotting mm. it. But yes. I feel like there was some commentary there on Trump's America. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was subtly done. Okay. Yeah, so the fact that he was a real estate tycoon. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, They mentioned the fact that he's hated Donald Trump for Mm -hmm. decades and so he's considering running for office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the fact that he sort of grabbed a gun to try to solve the problems and said, hey, why don't you people, English people do things the normal way, and shoot guns. I felt there was a bit of commentary there on America's okay, gun okay. culture. I'm not sure I see it. Particularly striking coming uh, after a week where there's been another gun massacre in America. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, so I just I, I just wanted to put that out there and see what you thought of that. Look, I don't know if I see it. I don't no? know if I see it. I, you know, I think um, you, might, might you might be drawing a bit of a long bow there. Or, but... or maybe it's just too subtle for you, Stu. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it, could it be. just could have gone over I'm a, I'm a very unsophisticated viewer oh, yeah, of, these, yeah, yeah. of these properties. I don't think you really go deeper mm. into significant no. meaning, signs, no, 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 signifiers, that sort of thing. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I did a unit level. on it. I did a unit on it in first year uni. Um, couldn't understand what the hell things we're talking about, so I stopped that and went Absolutely. back to literature. Sure, yeah. And, but, you know, I did a subject on it and I really feel I'm across it. <laughs> Having said all that, it yes. was fun. Like oh, yeah. I did, you know, the... the, the it was he, an incredibly fun episode. Um, he was very, very funny. And I just, for some reason, was like, it's Mr. Big in it. Yes. Now, I know he's been in that Good Wife show that everyone loves, but I haven't seen that. Neither have I. So I've heard it's amazing. People yeah. love it. But, like, all of my references are just going to be Mr. Big because that's who he is. That's absolutely who he is. Um, and, yeah, he was very, very funny. And the way he kept trying to fire everyone. Well, he did fire her, but then kept threatening to fire her and which sue I, her. Which I'm just now realizing is another Donald Trump reference. Oh, you didn't get... <laughs> no, I, did, I, didn't, oh, actually, didn't, I didn't, didn't get... didn't get I actually didn't get that, one. Didn't get oh, that particular God. one. Oh, wow. I wasn't joking about like, that one. I, I did understand that, like, you know, there was It's like, I'm going to fire you and I'm going to sue you because Trump would sue people yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to fire you. I'm going to sue you. That's true. 
Um, it was just like, it just, <laughs> they've just gotten a copy of the Washington Post and just grabbed lines out of totally. it yeah. and put in some giant spiders <laughs> and bang, episode. Although quite, quite, um, I, I like that they lampshaded by the fact that like they mentioned Trump. And then he goes, don't, don't say that. Don't name. mention that name to me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do place it firmly back in, in current time and yeah. go, Hey, he, you know, you, you're running for president in 2020. It's like, well, I haven't signified my intention. Now, can I say that would make him running for the Democrats? Like yes. if he wanted to run against Trump, well, unless he tried to go up for pre-selection, which I think has happened maybe once or twice in US history where a sitting president has not got the nomination. Yeah. But it's very rare. He might be running as an independent as well because they do have independent candidates and they oh, have yeah, third party candidates and stuff. Um, so, but but you would you would you would think the natural leap that you make is yeah. he's running for the Democrats, which is which is a weird thing. and it was a weird thing because you were yeah. like, yeah, he's not really that, but also kind of throws the message out there that they're all the same. Well, yeah, and and as we've as we've seen, they're not really, are they? Yeah, like, they can be quite different. Them, yeah, that's right. They really can be quite different. <sighs> Uh, and, um, but I did enjoy his, uh, character. Some key moments was when he got attacked by the spider yeah. and then the, just let his body go. And just, yeah, I know. And, and that in another episode or with a different characterization that might've felt a bit clunky, but it felt totally in character. It was, it just was like, totally in character. Exactly. Quick. But the thing is, is that nobody saw that except the audience. No, that's like, right. Yeah. The, he, the way he said it was, a giant spider just came out of the bath and ate my assistant Kevin and so, um, ate my bodyguard. And so you're like, oh, okay, well, we we're both in there, but I, he got out. Yeah. It's like, no, he trapped the guy in there. Yeah. To let him die. <laughs> and yet there's weird nuance to it because like he, he does seem genuinely upset. Because he he's finds... scared of, he's actually scared of spiders. Yeah, yeah exactly. He says he's scared of spiders, but he, he says like, you know, he seems genuinely upset when he finds Kevin's body and when mm. he finds the body of his wife's or his niece's niece's wife. Wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. He seems, he seems genuinely upset. Yeah. And he seems to genuinely be a little bit freaked out that this has happened on his watch. Yeah. <laughs> But by the same token, he's not taking ownership of it. He's like, no, no it's not my fault. That's and that's you know. what, I think that's the, the Trumpiest thing that he did yeah. that I liked, given the whole week we've had of Trump going, No, it's not my fault, it's the media, it's not yeah. this. It's the the way he just went, It's not me, it's you. You're the you were the, the person who came in and did these rooms. And mm. she's like, Well, I didn't let these spiders in. They yeah. they weren't like this yesterday. That's right. And just the way he shirked everything with the waste, it's like you you've been putting all this waste in here. It's like, yeah, but they weren't my dead spider carcasses, yeah. were they? <laughs> Or not quite dead spider carcasses. That's your fault. And I, just, I thought that was a great way, a very Trumpian thing of, oh, but the twist, the constant twist, the constant... Yeah. constant pivot. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't me because of you. <laughs> and I, yeah, that, I thought that was done really, really well. Um, what else happened in this episode? Um, uh, Yaz's mum and then constantly going, Nadja. <laughs> Yaz's mum. You can't do that to Yaz's mum. Nadja. <laughs> Nadja. <laughs> I thought that was, that was really fun. Um, but uh, what else? That actress does a lot, of, uh, does a lot with a, a fairly underwritten character. We don't get a lot. Like, I feel like of all her family, we don't get a good read on Yaz's mum. Nadja. Well, she's constantly asking if Yaz is dating you yeah, know, that's any it. of yeah, the people yeah. who are around. <laughs> I guess. Or, well, I think her sister asked um, Ryan, like, are you guys, what are you guys? Are you guys together? Like, oh, we're mates. I thought that it was quite sweet that she was, Yaz has obviously not got a lot of friends and everyone's like, oh my God, you have You're friends. friends. <laughs> like, yeah, we're friends. Uh, and now, so a few questions about 
consistency and plot holy things. Yeah, well, I mean... So the concept was that the spiders that had been nuked, or trash nuked, mutated... Mutated, yeah. Trash nuked. Mm. That's my new band. Um, <laughs> trash nuked. Trash Playing the four triple Z car park Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they had put out a call so that other sp- or they were interfering with the natural spiders. I think like other all spiders, the spiders were freaking been going out. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. So the other spiders were freaking out that these giant mutants were running around. Sure, sure, I've, sure. I've, I've heard less plausible explanations and for things were, in Doctor Who. And so is that true that spiders can keep growing as long as they're alive? I, I mean, I imagine I someone. Know. Someone must have looked. We that up. need to call Doctor Rob Raven from the <laughs> Queensland Museum. We sure do. He is Queensland's foremost spider expert. I've interviewed him on numerous occasions, mm. chatted with him. If you are lucky, he'll throw a tarantula on you. <laughs> he does not care. Um, I... That makes it sound like he's not like <laughs> doesn't exercise professional caution. Tarantula. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's no, like he's like Spider Man. He's like Spider Man, oh. but just a guy who throws spiders. Instead of webs, he throws tarantulas. That's right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> snick snick. No, that's Wolverine. Whip whip. Whip whip. Uh, yes, no, he does. He's, he's a very professional man, but he became a spider expert, mm. a scientist researcher because he was scared of spiders. Oh, and he wanted to understand. And he them. wanted to like manage his fear. Yeah. So he, that's why he got into it. And he was telling me that, um, when I interviewed him, like if he's really stressed or run down, like the fear will come back and he has to be a bit more careful oh, about okay. how much he interacts with the spiders. Like he doesn't, if he's feeling stressed, like he'll get more scared. I just thought it was really interesting. Like That's fascinating. it's like you that Batman yourself... thing of to yeah. know your fear, you must become your That's fear. That's right. <laughs> it's time your enemy has shared your fear. Yes. I'll become Spider-Man. Wait, no, that's not No, no, yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> web man. Web man. <laughs> I'll catch you in my web. But yeah, so that, that's what he does. But um, I don't know that fact about them continuing to grow. I like, mean, I'm sure it must be true of some species, maybe. Yeah. But that would... Isn't that, that would... like your ears as well? Like your ears keep but then growing? I... And your nose keeps growing? Yes, like probably. Human, yeah, human, ca- cartilage human cartilage keeps growing, keeps growing, which is why old people have like big noses and ears and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder how I can stop that. <laughs> My nose is weird enough already. I just don't want to get one of those nose. You know when like, oh, maybe it's got something to do with alcohol, but you know when like old buggers yeah, yeah. get like the, the really big, bulbous, big, nose, bulbous yeah. red I'm pretty sure I'm nose? pretty sure that's too much red wine, so I think is you'll it? be fine. Is it yeah. red wine or would it be beer? I don't know. Probably both. I don't know. I'm just hoping that because I'm not much of a drinker, so I'm hoping that might save me from that I think that you'll one. be okay in that regard. Because I could get sunburned because I'm very, very, very white uh, <laughs> and pasty. As we established last episode. Yeah, as we very much established. And I, I'm not saying this in any kind of superior way. I'm saying this that it's, it's, a, it's a huge disadvantage in Australia. That's right. Because I burn in like three seconds yes, in the sun. That's right. So I could get the nose cancers, but I don't want the nose Anyway, where was I? But I did, well, I did like it. I did like that they made a nod to the fact that you can't actually blow spiders up to that size and have them like they were. First of all, they collapse under their own weight. Yes, like, you know, yes. they're built to be tiny little things, yes. and they're not built to be giant. Gravity things. has an impact. But also, it was really fascinating that they said, "Oh, the big one couldn't breathe." Yeah, because spiders, I think, are one of the ones that breathe through their skin. They they don't oh. they don't actually have like lungs per se. They they absorb oxygen through their skin. So Ooh. it's just tell too you what big. that would make skincare very effective though, it would. for them. It would. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. they would they would look about ten years younger than they actually are. <laughs> spiders. That's good. 
need some of that. You've got the spinnerets of a 12-year-old. But what was funny, well, I like the, um, I've, I've been calling her Megan Markle, the scientist. Oh, right. Who, who like, <laughs> yes. was not in the least surprised to find huge amounts of spider webs mm. and a, her dead colleague. Uh, was very took it very much took on the it chin, very much in her stride. And, just, and I met Megan Markle in that sense. She was incredibly polished, beautifully delivered, perfect. Like Megan Markle now, just doesn't seem to show emotion. She's just no. like like Kate Middleton. They've just become like perfect. Yeah. And they're like every photo, every, like you're like, do you ever move your face? <laughs> like I saw footage of Megan Markle laughing. She was in Fiji or Tonga last week. Yeah, somewhere, it was, it was shocking. Like, yeah, she and Prince Harry started laughing at a song because the song was about mosquitoes and they yeah. found it hilarious. And I was like, oh my God, they can laugh. Yeah, they're people. They're people. They're not lizard people wearing a skin mask. I have never thought they were lizard people, no. but there's something that happens to them when they're all shiny. Yeah, that's right. They're impossibly they're shiny. Absolutely, unutterably media managed yeah. debuggery. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they have like, it's like they've got their relatability button. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. On and like, hello, I'm relatable. We're going to turn your personality on. So for even five though minutes. you're like, but you don't, you don't have facial expressions. You're just perfect all the time. <laughs> it makes me feel very inferior. Oh. Anyway, but this, yeah, that's how this woman was like. Oh yes, no, that would be because of the giant spiders we've been doing research on. I feel like that. I wonder if they'll come back to that. That was very, that was very deep blue sea too. Like because in deep blue sea they they make sharks like massive sharks to get for like science. for science. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the like, idea that scientists are just sitting around going, what can we make, what can we make really big enormous. and really yeah, deadly? That's it. What's the deadliest thing we can make huge? Yeah. Um, you know, there was all that, there was all that fuss about uh, in the last week or so, a few research papers. I think the federal government in, in Canberra and Australia anyway, like oh, denied one, yeah. funding to a couple of research projects because oh, they yes. thought they weren't, you know, sciencey enough or something. And so a lot of people yeah. are like, yeah, why are they getting science dollars anyway? And it's like, well, that's not research is not based on what you think is sensible or not. Research no. is based on premises that are researched and then theories come out of it. And that's, that's right. You do stuff that you might discover along the way. Totally, yeah. That's the point of research and the scientific method. Exactly. Uh, I just want to point that out. But anyway, and so people were like, no. And I'm like, I wonder if you had a proposal that you just put forward for funding. It was like, we just want to make giant cats <laughs> for well, science. We already have those. They're called tigers. Yeah, so. but also... They're not like domesticated, so we want giant domesticated. Cats. I put it to you that if you may, if you increase a cat beyond a certain size, it's not domesticated anymore. <laughs> as as soon see. as they can physically overpower you, interesting theory. The power dynamic completely shifts again. Interesting theory. Yeah, Nitty cats that. cats aren't domesticated. Humans are domesticated. <laughs> that checks out with my yeah. experience of cats. <laughs> humans humans me. domesticated dogs. Cats domesticated humans. Yeah, fair That's, enough. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. God, they're cute though. But maybe not cats. Maybe like scorpions or... <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Crown of Thorns starfish. Sure. Imagine that. A Doctor Who episode with Crown of Thorns starfish like climbing out. Imagine... I've always found starfish kind of creepy. They can grow That's their limbs back. True. Yeah, yeah. They can regenerate. So... Oh my God. Maybe the Doctor is a starfish. <laughs> but like imagine Crown of Thorns starfish just like subsuming coral reefs and then crawling ashore mm. and then standing up. <laughs> and then walking and then really walking. floppily on like two like when Maggie Simpson arms. is wearing yeah, her little snowsuit right. <laughs> and she just kind of toddles around or do Imagine they or do that. they roll do they roll um you oh, know like, like a cartwheel. cartwheel like a cartwheel 
Oh, no, that's when they're in attack mode. For sure, yes, absolutely. They're like, we're going to cut when, you down. And when they're, when they're like, threatening that they'll lumber at you on yeah. two things, and then, then they'll roll. Like a with, ninja yeah, stuff. Absolutely. But on the ground. Like, <laughs> we should write this spec script. We need to write this spec script. Okay. If you want to hear this script developed, call in. Um, we'll get some voice actors. That's it. We'll do this up. We'll do this up as bonus content. Totally. Uh, and we'll do Doctor Who and the Starfish. <laughs> the Starfish Men. It'll be great. Christmas special. Something Attack of the Stars. Attack or of the... Oh, yeah. Shooting Starfish. Terror, terror in the Stars or... <laughs> stars in your eyes. Because <laughs> they go for your face. A star, a star is born? But they or... have like a beak thing in the middle. And they... Yeah, well, do they? Well, some of them do. Don't yeah. they have like a beaky thing? I think That's some, where they yeah, eat. They have they a little mouth like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. They, have like a ma- yeah. they have a mouth... Imagine having a mouth where your belly button is, Stu. It's gross. <laughs> it's super gross. It's so gross. Although it does cut out the middleman. True. Yeah, it makes things more efficient. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I see your point. Maybe I'm wrong about starfish. Maybe they've got it sorted out. But where was I? <laughs> I was about to say, we're, we're so interested in this episode, we're making our own. I know. So Look, call in. We'll write it up. If you've got an idea of who, who, like which doctor we should be using for it, or current doctor, I mean, we can just do Jodie Probably Whittaker. current doctor. Yeah. Jodie Whittaker's doctor, we'll, we'll yeah, do that we'll one. do that. We'll do that. Uh, it'll be great. Bonus content coming your way totally. later this year. Um, plot holes. Yes. The, I, I thought that the, 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 you know, the new, it was quite an old cliche, the, the toxic waste dump. It really wasn't well, Ninja I'm, I'm Turtle okay, type I'm thing. I'm okay with that. Like, like it the, was fine. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm quite happy with that. Cause that's, that's it. That to me, that's like classic adventure type. Totally. Oh no, it's 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 hubris. Oh. My my big problem with the episode is that they didn't wrap anything up. Mm. Nothing. No. They didn't wrap up Yaz's family or even Yaz's mum. They didn't wrap up the spiders, which were just left in a locked room. <laughs> I assume to suffocate, which apparently was more humane than yeah. shooting them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Like, then everyone's back on the TARDIS and we've agreed to all go. And I'm like, I don't remember them having that conversation. That's no, no. Um, super weird. It was so, weird. So, and there was, so there was um, the, the scientist, you never saw her again. No, yeah, they, exactly, yeah. Like, and also... Apparently yes, she'll be able to keep making giant spiders. Yeah, like, that's just the thing no now. There's no ethical... No, we, we don't even have a scene where she's like, you know, oh, maybe I'll rethink my research or something. Just nothing. That's what I mean. Like, maybe that lab will come back and there'll be a further Maybe. And maybe this is the thing. Maybe the, all of these things that we've been talking about for the last few weeks aren't plot holes. They're, they're like little seeds of things that will come later. But, man, they that's, better pay off. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise that's a giant dangling thread. Yeah, and they and um, the, the hotel, the guy, um, Trump, Jake Robertson, Jack Robertson, whatever his name is. Oh, okay, was, yep. He just, like, shot the spider and was like my hotel my rules that's how we do it in america (laughs) boom leaves the building never looks back and then the doctor had another one of their weird um moral arguments where a creature that has directly killed at least one person on screen and indirectly killed many other people yes is afforded a lot of dignity and sympathy (laughs) in death i I said that in my recap i said that in my recap where it's like Ultimate sympathy for the monsters because it's not really their fault. That's right, exactly. It's, it's like, like it still okay. kind of is their fault. Kind of is their fault a little bit. Yeah. 
They didn't. Yeah. They, they yes, they went crazy, but also like when we find a shark that's killed humans, we tend to go out and take care of that. Yeah, exactly. And you know, whatever your no, thoughts don't, on please that. Don't call yeah, in if please you're don't shark call in on that. I personally <laughs> massive fan of sharks. You mm. know, I hate people killing sharks for shark fin soup and stuff. It's not good. Dreadful, dreadful stuff. I'm a big fan of the sharks. I want the sharks to live healthy, happy lives. Same as the crocs. I want them to live healthy, happy lives. No matter what Bob Catter says, <laughs> we can get along with Crocs. Absolutely. But again, when there's ones that have developed the taste for human blood. Yeah, it's not good. You know, we tend to go out there and, and, yeah. and sort of deal with it. But yeah, sorry. Giant, giant killer. I, something probably has to be done about the giant killer spider, I feel like. Yeah, and the multiples know. that are sitting in the room, which yeah. I did love the way Ryan attracted them with the, with the hip hop. Yes. But the other thing is, Yaz is a police officer... Surely she has yes. a duty to call. They completely dropped that this this time around. Like, like yeah. surely she has some connections. Surely she is saying. I know she's been with the doctor for a, while, a little while now, but surely she reconnects with her colleagues and says, "Hey, there's something weird going on at this hotel." Yeah. Or we've just solved this massive spider problem here. Yeah. Uh, no stress. Um, just come around and clear out the carcasses. Yeah. Like you would think that would have to be called in. She totally, would, yes. She'd go, I, I guess technically to... she's off duty, but, you know, police, like, they but do all sorts she... of things when and they're off also, duty. And also, they all decide to leave, but she just leaves in the middle of dinner, I guess because they yeah. think... I guess because they think, oh, we'll just come back to the same point in time. Yeah, is that what's going to happen? But that's or not whatever... That's the that, plan? That's what doesn't happen. Like, yeah. remember Rose when she well, exactly, went off and yeah. it turned out to be a year and everyone exactly. had been looking for her? Like, I feel like... You would go, I'm going to go away for a while and travel with my friend. Don't worry yeah. about me. I'll pop in from now and then, but we're going to travel. Like, even if you don't tell them it's a time machine, you'll go, oh, we're, we're backpack. We're going off backpacking. Sure. Okay, cool. Update your Facebook. Let us know where you are. <laughs> and she said that. She said, I've got phone reception now when she came back. Yeah. She said, oh, my phone reception's back, but I've got no messages. <laughs> All right, love. Hashtag me on every holiday. Yeah, anyway. I, I know, right? <laughs> Nothing worse than turning your phone back on and going, where's my popularity? No, it's just a reminder I've got a physio appointment tomorrow, which I do. Um, But, uh, yes, so she didn't call into the police. That was my main thing. That's weird, yeah. And then they all went travelling with no bag. Like, even Rose packed a bag yeah, when she that's left. Yeah, when she came back, she packed, she brought a bag with her. Because the thing is, Stu, you're going to be running around with the doctor. Well, you are. You're, you're going to get be sweaty. sweating. Absolutely. You need a shower. And not only that, you, you know, you want, you want options. Deodorant. Exactly. Change of undies. Yeah. Uh, I just... It, no, oh, no, we're all going to go now. I did like the recall of... Uh, I'm going to get her name wrong now. Lorraine, was it? Ryan's nan. Graham's oh uh, wife. yeah! Oh god! Yeah, now I'm now I'm blanking on it. I just keep calling her Nan, Ryan's Nan. Yeah, that'll do. Um, <laughs> but I feel bad though because you should remember characters' names. You should, very especially bad. one that is obviously so important to yes. in characters that. <laughs> but that, that that explains why she was called a recurring character because she came back she as a ghost. Was back, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, as a, as like a memory. I would really like to know, which if, I thought was well done. I thought I really liked. I that thought scene. it was well done, but I really. I don't want anyone I know ever to die, Stu. I just want to put that out there. I sure. will be a weeping mess. We all must all live forever. Absolutely. Um, but I do wonder, like, will I ever have one of those conversations where I turn around and see someone there and go, thanks, Jim. <laughs> thanks for calming me down. It's, 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 it's the way that movies and TV shows always portray Yeah, that, that there's someone who literally died. there and you're having a conversation There's someone literally there. They're, they're super sharp. 
Uh, although that's what I like that they did. They kind of had her blurring her out of bl- focus. Yeah, out of focus, yeah. Because I don't have the kind of skill to recall that much detail. <laughs> like, I can see you, you now, like- Stu. You've got a, you know, you've got the chic beard going on. You've got the rectangular glasses. But I'm going to leave here and forget all that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what does Stu look like again? This is going to be like a vague, lumpy blob where I was sitting. Oh, that's not true. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I'm, I'm transcending lumpy totally. blobness. Yes. In my head, it's just a voice. So maybe I'll hear you as a voice, assuming that I don't go. See, okay, now I've just jinxed everything. <laughs> I was going to say, you're assuming that I go first. That's right. And <laughs> if you look at my diet, that's clearly not going to happen. Hey. Um, yes, no, that's, I'm always assuming that, which I shouldn't, which is wrong. Let's just hope I don't have a car accident when I drive home from here now, Stu. Oh, God, I'm jinxing myself. I mean, look. Look. <laughs> this will be my last will and testament. Um... <laughs> Legally binding. You get the podcasting equipment. Sure, okay. Uh, Just do the episode with the starfish. Yep. I want that to happen. And I don't know, maybe rope in Greg and Dan from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast for some sort of live Doctor Who wrestling match. Sure, absolutely. Just get them to really beat the hell out of each other. And I'm only saying that because I know they'll both listen to this podcast (laughs) for very different reasons. Yes. (laughs) So Dan listens. uh, Well, Greg listens because he likes Doctor Who and really wants to know what we thought of the episode. Sure. And to kind of argue with us in his head and go, no, you missed something. And, you know, it's all very engaging. Dan listens because he just thinks we're all having a chat together <laughs> like mates and then gets angry when we don't now, to respond fair, to whatever he's saying to be fair last week we did have a chat with last week Dan. we did yeah. and so right now dan will be listening going and he'll be saying something so i'll just leave a pause mm. so dan's just said something excellent yeah Good at us mm. and that we haven't heard so now he's going <laughs> you're just ignoring me <laughs> And now what will happen is Michael Barnes will put a comment on the podcast mm. at this point yes. saying something very funny because yes. he's the only person who comments on the podcast yes. itself. Bless him. And bless him. <laughs> if we didn't have him, we'd have no one. I met Michael Barnes finally in Melbourne when I, I went down said, there to yeah, do the yeah. show. Couldn't meet a nicer bloke. So Absolutely. nice. Um, he gave us a lift back to our hotel so we didn't have to get an Uber. Well, our Airbnb, so we didn't have to get an Uber. How 21st century is that? <laughs> Yeah, I went over to the Airbnb, got some Uber Eats, got some Deliveroo. <laughs> what else can we get delivered or picked up? You or Instagram what else can the we, whole thing. Yeah, what else can we outsource so that we don't have to do it ourselves? <laughs> uh, but yes, Michael Barnes leaves his comment and then we leave it and we all go back to next week. Yeah. Where were we? Spiders. Mm. So um, what was the message of this episode? Don't be bad to the environment? I guess... Don't be mean to spiders. Don't do you be think, mean to spiders. Do you think, I think that they introduced that whole, oh, it's not really the spider's fault thing because I reckon you would just got a, a rash of freaking kids yeah, killing spiders. killing spiders. Around the house. <laughs> just going nuts. But then you wonder, you wonder though, is it going to end up like a Peppa Pig situation where there's a, there's a British episode of a British show that says, oh, spiders aren't that bad. And it's like, oh, actually, in Australia, they can be deadly. They can be very bad. <laughs> Please don't play with spiders. But that's what I, I, that's what I mean. It's like if, if we had a spider expert listening, maybe mm. Dr. Rob Raven listens. Maybe I'll tweet at him with this podcast and say, we need your T- expert. Tell opinion. him we, we talk to him directly yeah. at several points. We talk this. to you directly, Dr. Dr. Rob Raven. And <laughs> we need to know 
would spider experts have been happy with this episode mm. or would they have been sitting there going, oh my God, everyone's going to kill all the spiders. <laughs> They're a valuable part of the ecosystem. Do you know there are tarantulas in Queensland that kill cane toads? I didn't, but that's awesome and terrifying. It's amazing. Yeah. They're ground-dwelling tarantulas and they well, jump... Well, first of all, I'm just this second learning that we have tarantulas in oh, Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. There are tarantulas all over the world. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. It's a, it's but... a you know, it's a kind of, I guess, a umbrella species or something and then sure. you've got different varying just types. But big, big, hairy, hairy awful-looking spiders. Yeah. yeah. But what they do is, like, they're one of the few creatures that can kill cane toads because right. the cane toad's poison normally kills everything else. Yeah. But they, like, leap out of their holes in the ground. They dart at these cane toads. They grab them. They stick something in them. I don't know what. It liquid like liquefies their brain. Yeah. And then they suck it out. Right. So they are literally like cane toad killers. We want to protect the tarantulas because they kill the cane toads. Sure. Because I don't know if we have international but listeners. who's going to kill them, Natalie? We don't want to kill them. <laughs> unless they get Teenage Mutant into, Ninja Turtled. Well, unless, unless they turn into like cane, cane toad style plague proportions, in which case I think we just have to like nuke Queensland. No, we just introduce another species <laughs> to ruin them. It's the whole old woman who swallowed yeah. a fly situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll introduce old women. That's, that's right. A bunch of old women who can swallow flies and then swallow spiders. They swallow and... the spiders to catch those flies. Then swallow the cat to catch the spider, which yeah, never yeah. made sense to no, me. No, never anyway. made sense. Okay, no, no my, uh, one of my friends, or a few of my friends who were in a sketch comedy group called mm. Sexy Detectives a few years back, had a great, uh, one of them had a great monologue sketch that was essentially, he was um, giving the eulogy at his grandmother's I, funeral. I remember this very... And it was the <laughs> yeah. old woman, and just the way he delivered it, like, that's when she ate the cat. <laughs> to eat the spider anyway, it's hard explaining jokes but it was very very funny <laughs> it's like delivering the eulogy of the old woman who swallowed the fly um, what else can we talk about Stu did, uh, did, it, well, did this point to anything we didn't hear anything about the stenza we no we didn't no, and, we, and we didn't really have I mean I think Jake will be back I was about to say of, I think we'll see that character again and hopefully we, we could see, we could see Mr. Him Big he always exactly. comes back it'd be great it'd be great he and always comes back for Carrie he obviously was having a lot of fun Playing that character, mm. so hopefully he'll he'll do it again. And so much fun, like he scenery. Ah, oh, he could be like a scenery. He could be like an evil version of, of uh, Harriet Jones. You oh know, right, like, like a recurring like politician. But character. wasn't the whole thing that she became evil? We have them. She became good again. So maybe he'll become oh, good true. and then become evil. Maybe they'll do an episode a couple of years in the future when he's running well, exactly. for president. In 2020, when yeah. he's run for president. Although, have they done an episode that was set in 2020 before? I uh, want to say they have, but maybe I'm thinking. They've definitely done episodes in the near future. I know that that Iron Sky movie. Do you remember that? No. The, the Nazis oh, yes, on yeah, the moon. Nazis on the moon. Yeah. They filmed it on the Gold Coast, the original one, part of the original one, and that was set in 2018. And Sarah right. Palin was president, <laughs> and we laughed because I think oh, it came out in like 2009, 2010, or yeah. something. Yeah. And oh, we laughed. <laughs> no one as stupid as Sarah Palin could ever be president in 2018. You're like. Look, if anything, it's worse. Yeah, that's um, right. Quite, quite but, frankly, Sarah, President Sarah Palin would be a welcome respite at this point. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? It's just weird. America, she, she would have been America's first female president. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, that's a conflict with oh, a feminist yeah. in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl power. Girl power. No, why? But this is true feminism. Totally. We need to accept that... 
everyone can be an ass. <laughs> That's all we're asking for. Exactly. Just equal opportunity, ask them. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, so the end of the episode was that we have Team Tardis. Uh, yeah, Team Tardis. Team Tardis. Oh my God. Which is fine. Like It's cute. It's cute. But uh, it it's, is... It's way better than Fam, which is deliberately chosen to be super awkward oh, in the Doctor's really? mouth. Fam. Um, she did seem much more, maybe, I don't know if it's the whole, if it's just Jodie Whittaker's style or if it's the fact that she's a woman, but she did seem a lot more like, oh, I'm lonely. Oh, I'll be fine. I'll be I okay. noticed that. I wondered if bit... I was projecting a bit, like, because the other doctors have done that too. Other doctors have done that too, but not quite so. They're normally more gruff or like it's David Tennant normally who's like, or the companions of gone from them for various reasons and they yeah. haven't had it like when rose got torn into another dimension and he was all teary he was all teary and soulful and sad and had to walk around being sad for a while <laughs> good times david Tennant. but um yeah so I, I i i was just interested as to whether it's like uh and and it's still a lot of people like when they were running around the hotel there was the doctor the three companions yaz's mum mm. jake the dude and the scientist woman yeah like it was a cast of thousands. It is a lot of characters. Which is fine. It worked well, but yeah. I remember seeing them all like fleeing down a staircase going, how many of you are there? Yeah, that's right. And it does it does feel very old Doctor Who in many ways, like where they they, they split up and they investigate different parts of the mystery and oh, okay. they, they all come back together. You know. Well, and- that was the thing because Graham and, and Ryan, hmm. they were just sent off. Like the scientist woman is like, I'm going to need you to go find a bigger spider. Yeah, that's right. They find a spider. They find a giant spider. And she's like, well, I'm going to need a bigger one. I'm go- I, the scientific method demands proof. And I'm like, couldn't you just ascertain from that? Take it. Take an educated guess that there's probably bigger ones out there. But Because we needed to see the giant spider on the roof of the ballroom. And yeah. If anyone... In, if only... this, See, because it's Halloween tomorrow night, I think. Tomorrow night, yeah, as we're recording this. As we're this. recording this. So somebody should be on, you know... I do like hanging the, on a ceiling as a giant spider. That's right. I do, I do like as their basically ostensibly their Halloween episode. They did the scary one about giant spiders. That that was oh a good true. Yeah, that is that's true. Good timing. I wonder if they planned that. I don't know because it, it's not Halloween themed, but it's just sort of good that this was a scary one. Yeah. yeah, and I do like the fact that let's go back to Sheffield. Oh, there are giant spiders here. Let's all leave Sheffield. Let's and leave Sheffield. Yeah. To be to be fair, a good a good reaction to that. <laughs> So they're all on board now and kind of different reasons. Graham was sad and didn't want to be sad and alone in a house where his wife wasn't. Um, Ryan's running away from a factory job. He's he's got no future in Sheffield. I don't even remember his factory job. Did he even even see that? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think we did. I remember seeing that, but... We were... Yeah, I know. might have mentioned I I work in a warehouse. And And then she's like, yeah, policing's not for me right now. Well, I, don't I think... couldn't even be bothered phoning this one in to the head office. But so exactly, I'm... like that's it's so weird because for the last few episodes, all she's been doing is talking about how she's a, a junior police officer, but she wants to rise through the ranks be in and charge, you know, be yeah. in charge one day. And then she's like, "But I am." And to be fair, perfectly understandable reaction. Yeah. But she's like, "But I am going to go travel with the doctor for it's a while." It's a gap year, sure. And with, with I guess a very they're working, big gap. I guess they're working on the proviso, as like we said that. They're going to be back in half an hour, you know, like however long it takes for them, they'll be back in half an hour. Yeah, I think that was key because that's what she said. Oh, you're only half an hour late as to when you left. Yeah. And I, but they never, but surely there would, 
there should have been a line from one of them saying, oh, but you can bring us back in half an hour or something. Yeah. You know, and the doctor's sort of nervously going, yeah, sure, I can do that. Like, Yeah, well, she just says, I can't guarantee you'll be safe. And they're like, we know that. And she should have said, I can't guarantee I'll get you back at the same time. Have you said goodbye to everyone? Yeah. You know, maybe quit your job. Yeah, there was Tell people that, where you are going. Like, they left in the middle of dinner. Yeah. It's so strange. It's so strange it's that that's not acknowledged She had a really all. nice family. I know, she did. Like, they care about her. <laughs> yeah, little sister's a bit of a cow, but it's what little like, sister isn't? It's not like a, a number of the previous companions where we're shown that they kind of have a crappy home life and they, they run away with the doctor. Or they don't have any life, like Clara. Yeah, Oh, no, she, was she something? She, Clara she had parents, but she, they weren't, like, a big part yeah. of their life or whatever. And yeah. So she, it was the episode last Christmas we saw them and her nan and, and stuff. And I don't even remember that. Okay, never mind. But it's, uh, I have such a bad memory. Wow. That, that was a Capaldi episode. What's your episode, name again? So, yeah. um, no, Doctor and the Starfish. We're going to write that. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else happened this episode. That's such a cool idea. I can't believe they've ever done it before. A starfish. Like kill a starfish. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty silly. I mean, it's naff as, but it's yeah, Doctor Who we're talking very, it's about. It's Doctor Who naff. Yeah. yeah. It's Doctor Who naff. <laughs> And then maybe the hero is like dolphins who have to like spear themselves through the starfish. <laughs> Squirt, you know. Um, yeah, so Ryan showed his street cred by using that rap song, which I had yeah. to Google. <laughs> I'm like listening to the lyrics, Cause, Googling. Because we're down with the kids. So down with the kids. I've forgotten what it was called, but mm. it was like some funky thing and all the spiders are like, yeah, rap. It was basically the Whacking Day episode of The Simpsons. It's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Except instead of Barry White, it's Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, whatever. and they just like lock them in a room. But you're right. Like what? They just lock the they lock the door and they walk away. Natalie, they walk away. <laughs> like you're what so is? Right. There's no. They never go. We never go back. Like I assume. Did they get all of them? This is the well, exactly. How did they check? That's it. Like what like, if there were more carcasses in the dumpster that had exactly. evolved? What yet? if there's more down in the, the bloody catacomb, the giant trash yeah. catacombs? Like and as you say, the scientist never kind of goes. Well, you know what? I'm going to shut down the experiment. That's right. Up. We never hear from that lady again. We're going to chop them all up so we know they're dead. It's just, it's such an open-ended episode. It's yeah. so bizarre. I had a lot of fun watching it. It's a lot of fun. And it's a it's a good old-fashioned Doctor Who yeah. science fiction horror romp. Romp, yes. But it leaves so many questions. Like, mm. almost too many questions. Mm. <laughs> and then I guess there was a bit with the Doctor trying to do small talk, which is quite cute. And then her mum saying, are you seeing Yaz? Like, are you and this woman seeing each other? Yeah. And the doctor's like, I don't think we are. Are we? And are we? Like, so, so, and, I guess and that the, was the doctor quite, at this point is quite used quite to. That was progressive. Like, they're obviously a Muslim family. Sure, yeah, yeah. And that's quite, like, I don't, I'm not trying to talk out of school, but like, they're making a deliberate choice to show her mum's cool. and totally, with yeah, it, yeah. You know, that's. Her mum just, really, her mom just really cares that she's with someone. She doesn't care who she's with. Well, that's right. Yeah. It's like, but you're our nerdy loner daughter who yeah. has no friends or any kind of romantic interest from anyone. <laughs> um, but she said that at the end. She said, I don't need to know what you're doing. I just want to know that you're safe. Hmm. Did she say that? Something like that. I think something like that. Yeah. I, I don't recall. Like, you're strong, putting words in her mouth. I don't recall a strong like resolution to that whole arc. But again, I like... I've only I've only watched this episode once this week because um, I've been very busy. I yeah. have a small child and a, a job. But, excuses, yeah, excuses, yeah. Stu. But do what yeah. I do. Throw it all in. Pack yeah. it all in. <laughs> That's it. No, I, look, I've also only watched. But, I don't have a job or a small child. <laughs> But I've only watched the episode once. I think that's, that's entirely reasonable in the space of 
almost 48 hours that you've yeah, only watched exactly. an episode once. Yeah. I'm not demanding more from you, Stu. Often, often I will have watched it twice by the time we sit oh, down and record. Oh, you big nerd. I am a giant That nerd. would explain why you remember more about the episodes Often, than yes. But, like, I, I don't recall a strong, like, resolution to that scene. Like, like to that to that storyline with her mum. Like, I don't see... that There wasn't a strong thing. And her family, and they, they just leave. Again, I, I keep harping on this. They just leave. Yeah. Like, there's no... Well, see, Graham and Ryan can just leave, I suppose. Yeah, they're, totally. They're and I guess other, they, but yeah, and they sort of say that, but it's he, like, he, yeah. Oh, he got a letter from his dad. Oh, he did too. That's right. Yeah, that's the other thing that happened. They introduced But he kind of shuts again. that down. He's like, eh, whatever. I reckon his dad's going to be someone. I reckon his dad's going to be a villain or something. Oh, you think? Well, like, why mention him again? Or was well, it he, just to bring together he and Graham? I was about Graham to say he and Graham or, sort of... Because he said, he said, like, you know, dad wants the proper family or and he ran away yeah and, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's sort of an affirmation of graham there they're, they're, they're teasing that out very slowly but it's, yeah it's coming like he's not granddad yet but i just thought yeah he said he said proper family and he had no right to say proper family yeah so it's clearly you know graham like oh but i just wonder if the dad might come in as like a saxony type figure someone who's actually quite yeah maybe maybe, maybe that's giving him more credit than he's due maybe he's just a deadbeat Maybe that's what they're trying to really I can't set decide whether there, I'd but... like that more or not. Whether he's just a deadbeat or whether he turns out to be someone significant. Well, or... yeah, there's one that's like, well, that's the honest reality. Let's not yeah. give let's yeah. not give someone who abandoned something someone else. But maybe he's like a crime fighting interstellar space hero. <laughs> and we just don't know. And that's why, you know, the doctor has wound up where she was and True. You know, everything happens for a reason. That's it. The TARDIS Doctorverse. takes you where you need to go. So what's next week? Some sort of spacey space station space drama? Yeah, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get a very good read on it from I know, the, that's the very short so next much time. Better. Yeah, exactly, because you get it straight away. It's yeah. like, oh, giant spiders, great. Okay. Yeah. It was very graphic too, the way that the spider like pulled Kevin into the bar. Yes, yeah, actually that was And you quite just effective. saw his yeah. like, body going out. Like, I'm like, legs. some kid is having a nightmare Absolutely. after that. Some kid is never having a bath again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again. Which is good. Yeah. Doctor Who should be creating some mental scars in, yeah, in tiny that's, children. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Damn it. Kids these days. Too soft. <laughs> Get scared. Um, well, I think that'll do for our podcast this week, Stu. Yeah. How how do you think if we're running a bit short? And I don't know whether we whether we are or not. But when do we ever I, run short? That's yeah, that's true. But I was gonna, I was going to say we're, we're, four, we're four episodes in. <laughs> yep. How do you think everything's going so far? Like, are you liking the new Doctor, the new team, the new show, the way it's going? I like the new Doctor very much, yes. Jody. I think she's a lot of fun. I think she's very um, kooky and. Um, I'd like to be her friend, which yes. is always nice. Well, I like to. I, I feel and like you'd like to be the doctor's friend, or you'd like to be Jodie Whittaker's friend. Oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're easy either or. I'm really easy. It's not like a Jon Snow situation where I'm like, I don't really care about Kit Harrington. I'm just obsessed with Jon Snow. Thank you very much. Um, look, that's not true. If Kit Harrington showed up right now, I would scream and probably cry. Yeah. But you know, it's the Jon Snow connection that I'm very bonded to. Yes, uh, but. Jodie Whittaker seems like she'd be fun for a laugh. I think we're about mm. the same age. I'm probably a bit older than her, which is depressing as hell. But I think I think she's similar. Age. I think she's between us. Thanks, Stu. Thanks for letting everyone know that I'm older than you. Oh my god, how embarrassing! <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, Natalie's got like a toy boy podcasting partner <laughs> at her age. Oh. That was just a joke. I'm not, I'm not meaning that in any kind of serious way, people. I'm not. Stu's not that much younger than me. Are you? What are you? 
I'm, I'm just not that. Just signal to me in the fingers. Okay. No. Um, I was just, I was just saying, like, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's a very small gap between you and I. Okay. I think she fits right in between. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. We could mm. go out for a laugh. Exactly. We could dance to the Spice Girls. Mm. You know, all of the relevant musical references <laughs> that are hip and cool. Yes. Are there. That's it. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She she would get it all. Yeah. Um, Stop right now. I think she Thank has trouble. Thank you very much. I need a doctor with the human touch. <laughs> See? It works. Well, that was Paul McGann's doctor. He was half human. <gasps> oh, Paul McGann is dreamy. <laughs> he's a very crumpety man. He's sure, I will he have sure to is. tell you. But not in a... He's just... He's got something about him. He's oh, yeah, really charismatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they did that little... Uh, they did that little episode with him, the little mini episode. Yeah, the little mini episode. Yeah. Oh, oh my he, god, he was so hot, and he was so good. He was so good as he was so good, yeah. and so they changed his outfit. Yeah, and he had the haircut. I like, I quite like the floppy hair. It suited him, mm. but he had the haircut and he had this really sharp jacket, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and then he died and turned into John Hurt. Now, all kudos to John Hurt, great guy, great actor. I want to see Paul McGann. Could they? Do, I know he's done a lot of audio books, but they're audio. I don't get the visual. That's Can true. they do some? I don't know. Maybe you, you get don't him subscribe to, pose? to Theater of the Mind, or I do, but also <laughs> when it's Paul McGann, I'm kind of keen on Theater of the Eyes. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Appetite of the Eyes. Appetite of the Eyes. He's crumpety. He's he the sure most is. crumpety. Look, do- hey. Like David Tennant's like cute and good yeah, looking. I, I would definitely say he's the best and, looking and of all the doctors. Peter Capaldi's like. Charming and roguish and whatever, mm. and, and Matt, Matt Smith gets a lot of gets a lot of oh, attention. Yeah, lots of young yeah. girls liked him, but he yeah. was—I don't know—maybe I'm too old. He's a bit—he's yeah, he's alien Love looking, like, fantastic. Love, Love it. Love them all. Yeah, um, He'd Colin be the Baker, first to obviously, a bit of a weird, the best, the but, best, obviously. Uh, but yeah, John Pertwee's a bit odd, and William Hunt, <laughs> you know, they're all a bit odd. Yeah, and then you get to, or Peter Davison, I suppose, was the first hunky doctor. Yeah, but Paul McGann is like, damn. <laughs> He's just so charismatic. Like, I Even in the Edwardian frock coat? And, oh, my God, yeah. Oh, actually, who, well, look at who I'm talking look to. Look at who you're talking to. <laughs> the sooner they can get the doctor to be in a freaking doeskin leather pants <laughs> with a cravat, I just, there needs to jo- be more Jodie Whittaker's doctor? Yeah, whatever. Sure, That's fine. Uh, well, sh- I'm sure, assuming they'll go back to Jane. I've heard that Jane Austen is in this series. Or am I just completely... Oh. Confusing that with something else. I hadn't heard that, but that I'm makes sure a lot of sense. I'm sure I heard something about Jane Austen. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because then you'll get like freaking Jodie Whittaker and Empire Lion bonnets. Yeah, do it. We'll be on board for that. <laughs> She'll be gorgeous and I'll be like, no, even the doctor does a better Elizabeth Bennet than me. <laughs> and anyway, um, yes, yes. I, look, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I don't have really an opinion yet on whether she's a triumphant doctor. Yeah. I don't think And she says this episode she's still finding herself. Yes. Which is a bit bit of a weird thing to say four episodes in, but I guess like they're playing, Uh, they're playing the long game with, with this one. And I suppose it is a bit more of a radical change than another guy. So yeah, yeah. but she's very doctory, but I think that the doctory is doctory. Like you just, no, that's it. And she, she plays it very well. I think she has trouble with exposition. I think she's one of those actors who has yeah, trouble well, with like big, long expository I noted speeches. that in my Rosa recap, yeah. which did go up eventually. But at the end of the Rosa episode where she's like, and this is where it all begins. The bus strike strikes start now. And then in one year, segregation ends. Yeah. And then, boys and girls, we go to the next part of our history lesson. It was a little bit... 
like when she's when she's reacting to things and, and just generally being doctory, like it, it works a hundred percent. Yeah. But whenever she has to explain something, it sort of falls over a bit, and yeah. I don't know. There was a moment. Yeah. There was a moment in this when I think the scientist said something, and she goes, "Of course," and then launches into something. Yeah, it, was a bit it felt a bit pantomime. School like, teachery. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's her style as the doctor, but or maybe that's an acting thing. Do you think it's like um, Amelia Clark as Daenerys Targaryen, where we for a long time we're like, is she just a really good actor, or is she slightly bad actor? I think it's. I think it's something like that. Where I. I, I think. Can't quite I think tell. Jodie Whittaker, the actor has trouble with exposition scenes or making it or maybe like, it's just clunky writing as well and it, like, yeah exactly like like she has been handed a lot because like like we've said this is one of those in the last four episodes they have the doctor explain what's happening right up front almost every single time there's no mystery to what is actually happening mm. the doctor will see something and go oh that's this they do this blah 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 everyone everyone got it yeah. everyone on the same page great on with the plot you know, and so there is a lot of those scenes for her to get through. Whereas I think maybe in previous um, eras, she might not have had to do as many. Yes, these are the stenza. They do this, blah, 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 mm. you know? Yeah, so I don't it's, know. It's it just, more of just a volume. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, fair enough. It just feels like something about it feels very unnatural. Mm. But yeah, that could just be me. I'm not sure. Let us continue on Indeed. in earnest. Yes. And make sure we all. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> Make sure we all come to a conclusion by the end of the series on what we think of Jodie Whittaker. Yes. What a cop out. I'm sure we will. What a cop out on my part. <laughs> I have an opinion now, Natalie. I think she's terrible. Um, I think, yeah, I think she's fine. I haven't seen anything to really wow me yet. Like, you know, those moments when you'd get, you know, Matt Smith going, this is the earth and it's protected or, yeah. you know, those kind of high drama, triumphant, I felt I felt like we were right up to the edge of one on in the first episode where she does her big I'm the doctor speech. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I feel like in previous eras that would have been that would have been like Because no music. Yes, and exactly. I think yeah. the music has got something to do with it. Like I don't know yeah. if you last week, pretty much the soundtrack of last week's episode, the Rosa one, felt like a soundtrack from a movie about like Americans going into space. I was about to say, it's a movie, it's an astronaut yeah. theme movie. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, the, the, Lots the, of bras. The horns, yeah. all the horns. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Which is fine. Again, I'm not criticizing the episode, but it feels, it feels disjointed from, and I can't yeah. even remember what the music, apart from the rap song. The music and, was swinging for the fences so hard on, this is a big, important story about an important historical yeah. figure. Bah, bah, bah. You know, yeah, and it was just very. I think that's from a musical. I think they stole that. It was this Australian uh, cricket oh, it, music, but I it's think it's from, from a Camelot a, or maybe something. Well, it might be, but it's definitely from an American news channel as well. Oh, right. Uh, uses that theme to this day, I think. Yeah. But now you. Uh, completely off topic uh you won't be hearing that anymore for um cricket because it's on a different channel now so well, is it yep so the uh the old wild world, wide world of sports oh really uh sports theme no not in front of the cricket anymore wow. very strange end of an era end of an era i know so much about sport what a bizarre digression anyway yeah, no, well <laughs> hey 
Look, if we've got any American listeners, uh, cricket is a game played on a field <laughs> where people stand out in the sun all day. All day. For like five days in a row. Mm. So imagine baseball, but just like way longer yeah. and more boringer. Yeah. Apparently it's very exciting. Mm. I assume. I think that's because most people go to the cricket and get very drunk mm. and just have a good chat with Absolutely. mates. Yes, exactly. And in it's Australia now, in Queensland now, at the cricket ground, they put a pool in. So you yes. can go to the cricket and swim in a pool. Which is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard because by the by that <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon, that pool is like 70% urine. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So true. You, you reckon got, you got a bu- You got you a bunch reckon- of guys. You got a bunch of guys, and it's always guys... And they will be drinking beer in the sun for like an entire day. By three o'clock in the afternoon, that pool is more than 50% urine. They're not going, you know what? I'm just going to pop to the gents. No, no. They are in water. (laughs) They are already immersed. (laughs) No one can tell. No one can tell. It's the perfect crime. It's the perfect crime. So like, what you're saying is you jump in and you're like, I didn't realize it was a spa. (laughs) It's very warm, isn't it? Anyone else get that feeling? Someone pour champagne in here. There's bubbles everywhere. It's sort of a yellowy green color. Is that right? I hope they have a filter because that thing must be working overtime. Yeah, it would be the hardest working filter. (laughs) You should have like a whole cabin of pool boys out the back. Just like, more chlorine. More chlorine. Dig it out of the ground. Your lower lower extremities just slowly start to dissolve. It's like, Jesus. Anyway. So... I was just thinking, when we do the game through, and we've hit an hour now, so we should probably just awesome. stop. But have a think about this for next week, if I remember. We started the starfish thing. Maybe we need to write the starfish thing as we go, and we do a bit of Doctor Who oh, the starfish every yes. episode yes, of this okay. podcast. Because mm-hmm. you remember we would do Living at Home with Grey we Worm and Miss and and, um, you know, that was a fun little sitcom Super that we fun. had. Absolutely. So I think maybe we need to do a little bit more work every week. Inspired by that week's episode of Doctor Who. Absolutely, on, yes. On Attack of the Killer Starfish or Starfish in Their Eyes. I'll or, start brainstorming right um, now. Smells like starfish. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever we decide to call it, we can just be inspired by every episode to go, well, let's have a scene where Killer, Graham... star- Killer Starfish in the hot dog flavored water. No? Is that a reference? That's a reference to a Limp Bizkit album. Oh, because I'm I'm super. No, no, it's it's a notoriously bad album title. Oh, okay, right. So you're you're making fun of it. Yes, you're not going. It was my favorite. That as we we said before, explaining jokes, always making fun of. But (laughs) all I know about Limp Biscuit is that everyone thinks they're crap. Like yes, there was some song that they did. Except for extremely bad people. Was it Nookie or something? Yeah, Nookie was one of theirs. Yeah, Yeah. because I don't know about you, but every time I eat Nookie, I say. <laughs> I did it did all it for, for the, the knocky. You see, it's a joke so that good. never gets old. That is actually yeah. very, very good, and yeah. I'm probably going to steal that one. Do now. it, yeah, absolutely. I grant it to you, and Thank anyone you listening, much. if you're having knocky, you know, call in. <laughs> put it if, if you're listening to if you got to the end of this podcast, and we were just discussing before we started recording <laughs> how apparently people just stop listening to podcasts. Oh, there's no, there's no one listening. There's no one listening right no. now. But if you are. Like, post in the comments just a mysterious picture of Noki. Yes. Or Starfish. That will actually indicate to us whether anyone ever listens it's to Starfish. It's actually a really good thing. plan. Absolutely. So, Starfish or Noki, yeah. whatever you want. Either either on the comments to this or on our social media. Yeah. Um, on the on the Natalie Behensky, uh, Facebook.com yep. slash Natalie's Throne, I'll put the link up, and then I just <laughs> want to see some Starfish and some Noki. Yeah. And see if anybody goes, what the hell yeah, is going on? What's going on? Here? And then they'll look like idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, they'll look like lame Limp Biscuit fans. 
Yeah. Well, Stu, thank you once again for joining me on our podcast. <laughs> yes, as always, it was my pleasure. I'm happy to join you on our podcast as yes. well. And we will... What was the episode title next week of Doctor Who? I didn't even oh, see I didn't, it. Oh, I didn't even catch it. Well, we will catch we you up. We are super doing our due diligence <laughs> on this stuff. No, we had a good chat. We did. We conversed. Absolutely. We had theories. Yeah. We had ideas. Uh, we will see you in the near future mm. with Doctor in, Who in and the Starfish, one week. Limp Biscuit, and more. So much <laughs> so more. So much more. And we will see you later on. Play the theme music. Goodbye. Now. Theme music now. This is great, isn't Hooray, it? Oh, it's this so is good. so good. This jam. How good is this jam? This would attract some giant spiders. This would so many giant spiders, yep. they would be loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.